You see, our default setting is to believe that man is good, that we are by nature good people. But again, this is a distorted theology. No man is good. And I can prove that those people who you think are good actually aren't good at all. Welcome to the Fox Den with Terry Fox. Greetings, everyone. Thanks for joining me in the Fox Den. Now, I'm sure you've heard this question, or maybe you've asked this question yourself. Why do bad things happen to good people? Now, let me begin by defining what that question is really getting at. We all know people who we think are good people. Maybe it's our grandmother. Maybe it's our our parents, our good friend. Maybe it's a school teacher that you had. And in our minds, these are good people. And something bad happened to them. Maybe they got fired from their job. Maybe they were injured in a car accident. Maybe they got cancer and they suffered as a result of it. When these things happen to those people that we think are good people, it's not uncommon to ask, why do bad things happen to good people? But this question implies a couple things. First, it implies that people are good and they deserve better than they're getting. But this reveals a distorted thinking or a distorted theology. You see, our default setting is to believe that man is good, that we are by nature good people. It's those guys who are bad. Hitler, he was bad. That person is not like Hitler. That person is good. But again, this is a distorted theology. No man is good. And I can prove that those people who you think are good actually aren't good at all. Now, I realize I'm going to offend many of you if not all of you at this point. But let me show you what the Bible has to say. And we're going to begin with Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20. And there it says there's not a single person on earth who does good and a person who never sins. And then let's look at Romans chapter 3, verses 10 to 18. And there Paul basically says the same thing that Ecclesiastes 7, 20 says. There's not a righteous man, not one. There is no one who does good. There's not even a single one who does good. And we see that in verse 10 and verse 12. And I've said this in other episodes, but these verses are not talking about those guys. These verses are talking about us. Now, there's other proof to suggest that no man is good, and that is death. Paul says in Romans 6.23, What we deserve because of our sin is death. And he uses the term wages. In other words, our sin earned death. So that means those who die are sinful and not righteous and not good. And we know that all of us are going to die, which means all of us are sinful. And as the scriptures say, not one of us is good. So the Bible says that not one of us is good, and death affirms that. So in other words, death proves that all of us are evil. You see, the good don't die. Death is the penalty of sin. Death is the wage of sin. Sin earned death. A good person doesn't sin, so a good person would never die. Now, as a side note, let me plug a couple of my past episodes. So if you want to know what hope evil people have, listen to episodes 2 through 4, episode 9, episode 12, and episode 14. Now, to ask Why do bad things happen to good people also implies that God didn't manage his universe properly according to our standards. You see, in essence, we're putting God on trial. 
Why did you let this happen to my grandmother when she got Alzheimer's? Why did you let my friend die in a car accident? You see, by asking that question, we become the judge to whom God must answer. Do you see the arrogance in this? Now, I don't want to take away from your grieving. I understand why we ask the questions. We're searching for answers. I mean, really, the question is coming out of our own sinfulness and our own misunderstanding of who we are and who God is. But I understand the grief behind the question. But I want you to see the arrogance in the question. You see, we're elevating ourselves above God. Who are you, God, to let this happen? Now, I hope you can see from this short exercise that bad things don't happen to good people because there are no good people. And actually, by asking this question, we're revealing our own distorted thinking, our own distorted theology, implying that man is good and God is bad. So I hope you can see the danger of this question. And again, I don't want to minimize your grief. In those times that you have grieved the loss of a loved one from a tragedy or something significant that happened to somebody, I'm not suggesting that you should just get over it. They deserved it. That's not the point. But I do want you to see the problem with asking such a question. But at the same time, I want you to know there is good news. Bad things don't happen to good people because there are no good people. Bad things happen to bad people. But here's the good news. Good things happen to bad people. Think about that for a moment. Good things happen to bad people. Now, by that, I don't mean that somebody gets rich or wealthy or that thief gets away with a crime. I'm speaking of something eternal. You see, we are sinful and we deserve God's condemnation, yet he extended his grace to us in Christ. Again, Romans 6.23 states that death is a result of sin. Now, death there doesn't just mean physical death. So if we go back to the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 to 17, God gives Adam the command, you can eat from any tree in the garden except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. Next chapter over, in Genesis 3, verse 6, we see that Adam eats the fruit. But he didn't die physically immediately, but he did die. You see, he died spiritually that day, and many, many years later, he died physically. So certainly, physical death is a result of sin, but there was a spiritual death that happened. And Paul affirms this in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. So Paul wrote Ephesians to Christians in Ephesus. And in verse 1 of chapter 2, he says that they were dead. Well, he's referring to spiritual death. You see, he wrote them a letter. They're physically alive, but he said they were dead. Well, he's talking about spiritual death. And here's the good news. Though we were spiritually dead, we no longer are spiritually dead. You see what Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5? God made us alive with Christ. So we were dead but God made us alive. And he did this by his grace alone. We didn't ask him to be made alive. How does a dead man ask God to make him alive? We were dead, and God, by his grace, made us alive. Do you realize that God did this when you hated him? Do you see the good thing that God did to a bad person? Remember, I've already shown you that not a single one of us are good. So we're all evil, and yet God extended his grace to evil people making them alive with Christ. So perhaps a better way of saying good things happen to bad people is to say that good things happen to evil people. 
Actually, probably even a more accurate way of saying this is amazing things happen to evil people. You see, God showered his immeasurable grace on those who deserved his condemnation. So why is this important? Well, first, you have to have an accurate view of yourself. You see, our tendency is to think that we're better than we really are. Again, we compare ourselves to Hitler. I'm not like him. I didn't kill six million Jews. But the problem is we all come from Adam. So we're the same as Hitler. We just haven't acted out on our sin to that degree. So you have to have an accurate view of yourself. Grace means nothing unless you see who you really are apart from Christ. You see, God didn't come to rescue good people. They don't need to be rescued. God came to save sinners. And sinners aren't good people who make mistakes. Sinners are evil. They hate God. They love their sin. They love their wickedness. That's who God came to rescue. That's who God came to shower his grace and blessing on. So you have to have an accurate view of yourself. If you don't, you won't have an accurate view of grace. But you also have to have an accurate view of God. So we need to put away the idea that bad things happen to good people because there are no good people. We all deserve the bad that we get. Actually, we deserve God's condemnation. So the bad things that happen on earth are really minor compared to what's coming for those apart from Christ. Now, again, I don't want to discourage you here and say that, you know, when bad things happen, you deserve it. Just get over it. Again, that's not the point. Tragedy happens, and it's sad. None of us want bad things to happen to our loved ones or ourselves. But we have to understand that bad things happen to evil people. And to question God on why bad things happen to us is really an inaccurate view of God. And again, it's an inaccurate view of ourselves because we're elevating ourselves above God as if he is answerable to us. It implies that God is wrong. It actually implies that we're good and he's bad. And finally, you need to hear the marvelous story of God's grace and how he showered his blessing on evil people, you and me. He didn't do this because we deserved it, because we don't deserve it. We deserve his condemnation. And yet, he did this because of his own grace and mercy. It just pleased him to do this. So here's my assignment for you. Read Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20, and Romans chapter 3, verses 10 through 18. And after you read it, take time to think about who it's really talking about. It's talking about you and me. We are the sinners in those verses. And then after you read that, read Romans 6.23 and see that we deserve death because of our sin. And then next, read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And then listen to episode 5, where I discuss Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. And then finally, read Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. And this will show you the grace that God has extended to you, where he transferred you from Satan's domain to Christ's kingdom. The goal of this assignment is to impress on you the magnificent thing that has happened to you who are in Christ. Now let me conclude by pointing you to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-5. through 5. And there Peter tells us that God caused us to be born again to a hope that is living, and this hope comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we were born again to an inheritance that will never perish, an inheritance that is pure, an inheritance that will never fade. And it is guarded for you, it is kept in heaven for you by the power of God. And it will be revealed to you in the future when Jesus returns and you rise from the dead. Be encouraged. 
God has extended his marvelous grace to you. We deserved his condemnation, yet he blessed us instead. He poured out his grace and blessing and salvation on evil people. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful? Amazing things happen to evil people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. You can find this episode on several different apps. If you like what I do, please leave a positive review. Please share or tell others about The Fox Den. If you have any questions, please email me at terry at thefoxdenjournal.com. Also check out thefoxdenjournal.com to find articles and other resources. Thanks for listening.